Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at fifty to eighty percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, everybody. I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Penn Holderness. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. And thank you so much for clicking on the Holderness Family Podcast. We're so excited you're here. And I have to say, uh, at the time of this recording, we are very excited for this new year. If I had recorded this podcast on like January 2nd, I don't know why. I was, I was, uh, the first few, okay, I'm gonna back up and diagnose myself. Let's unpack. Let's unpack. I made the mistake of, taking down our Christmas tree on January 2nd. Why was that a mistake? Because I feel like we should just have had it to be around to enjoy. I loved this tree. This year, like every year, our trees are a little different, but we had a great tree this year, and I felt like I was feeling a little stuck. I was feeling a little unmotivated, and so I thought, you know what it is? I need a clean slate. I need a clean house. I need to need to just get get rid of this Christmas tree, and immediately I regretted it. Because that represented, oh, I, I think I know why. Well, just do you want to say why? Yeah, no, you tell me why, or you, what do you think? Because it represented the beginning of the new year, and you at the beginning of the new year like to be armed with a sense of purpose, mm-hmm. and you like to have that sense of purpose before getting rid of the tree, right? And I typically, for me, and I don't know if this is anybody else, but typically I like to I, I automatically all of a sudden I usually wake up on January 2nd and I'm like I it is very clear what I want to be focused on this year for my personal and my professional intentions and I'm very motivated and I'm working out and it, but I I struggled that first this first week to really get in the groove of life and to discover what I wanted to focus on but now super energetic <laughs> and I'm and I'm happy for you so 
to that end. <laughs> yeah, to that end. Today we're going to talk about a lot of those things, particularly goals, dreams, and like long-term visions, and how some people process those differently. Because the truth is, as Kim was going through that, I was certainly trying to figure out why my wife seemed to be sad, but it also became very clear that we don't process things the same way mm. when it comes to that. And that can be a relationship strain if you don't yeah. get it into the open and talk about it. We did talk about it. Mm -hmm. We never raised our voice, no. but it got it, it got real mm -hmm. to the point where like I sat there and I was thinking, boy, I hope I'm the right person for her. Like that, I think that happens sometimes in any argument. Like you ask yourself like, oh no. In this particular way. Because this... I wasn't doing anything wrong. It's just, it was the person that I am. Right. right? And I would say we're, we're going to play a clip of a video that was inspired in part. It, we created comedy out of a very serious situation. We had a talk in which I said the words, in this area of our marriage, we are a mismatch. Because and yeah, we are we are a mismatch when it comes and to how we like to process hopes and dreams yeah. and conversations and troubles. Like we are a mismatch in this. We're also a mismatch in the sense that like it doesn't bother me that we're a mismatch because yeah, you know what I mean. It it bothers me. I know. Yeah, that's the mismatch. Right. And neither of us are going to necessarily change, but what we can do is understand where the other person's coming from. So we're gonna talk about all that today. Anyway, the video that came out this past Friday, it was me imitating Kim every January. And it's titled My Wife Every January. I wrote it. <laughs> you you did, yeah, you wrote it. There was some ad-libbing. There was a sure. lot of ad-lib, 100%. Uh, but yes, if, if you think that I'm dogging on my wife, she did write <laughs> most of those things. So let's take a listen. Okay, honey, new year but we're not gonna call them resolutions this year, right? So we're gonna call them fundamental ways to change our personalities so there's more productivity and really more goal achievement. So I've got some notes here about ways that you can do, we can do better as people this new year, but not resolutions. It's just things that I want us to do to be better. It starts with the easiest things. How easy is this? We're gonna drink 15 of these every day because there are some things that we do that is not working for us. And so that's what these are for. And it's January, so it's a good time to do it. Hey babe, is that dairy? Is there dairy in that? Thought we weren't gonna do dairy this month. We're supposed to have like a dry January? What, for dairy? Mm. This isn't dairy. No, well, okay, it does say real cream, so, hmm. It's a whole food if it's real, so that makes it okay. Love you. Well, honey, you should really read this book. Come on, you wanna read it now? I tell you what, as soon as I finish it, I'll loan it to you. This is the perfect January book. It's about this like yearly challenge that he does called a Mr. Miyagi. That, oh, Misogi. It's this really hard challenge and it's so perfect for January, so read it. I'll just sit here till you start reading it. Why don't I read it to you, yeah? It's really good. I'm on manifestation TikTok. Words are so important. You and me, let's just manifest something. You ready? <laughs> Okay, let me give you an example, okay? I'm gonna manifest a husband who will share his hopes, dreams, and vulnerabilities. <laughs> you know, I wanna focus on being more present. Presently, I am watching a lumberjack split some logs. <laughs> hmm. 
sorry, this is just making me a little thirsty. <laughs> For water, yeah. You know what, this makes me think I'm gonna dedicate myself to an entirely new fitness regime. <clears throat> I'm gonna do 100 squats every day. Also, like this year's workout, it's gonna be all about getting out of my comfort zone. See, look, I can use your pull-up bar, but just take this. <clears throat> see? Now we see you get down. Get now out. I'm not gonna help you because you're making fun of me on that last one. I'm gonna start a new hobby and it's pickleball and I'm passionate about it. It's all about this dink shot. You don't have to like super hit it hard, Mr. Man. You just kind of like dink and that's the best shot in pickleball. This will give us so much more time together. We've always said we wanted to play sports together. <laughs> Never said that. I have this new ring that I got that tracks like every motion and really everything about me. It says I slept horribly last night and I know this because the ring told me and because you were snoring. I'm gonna eat more greens this year. I'm gonna train my dog this year. I'm gonna keep my plants alive this year. I'm gonna learn French this year. I'm fluent. Honey, I know that you think that walking is just being silent and moving forward, but that's not what a walk is about. A walk is about talking about your dreams and your goals and speaking our wishes into existence. So go, you. Did you not prepare some wishes or dreams? Next time we're gonna have some dreams and goals for when we start the walk, okay? And scene. Okay, that piece of video content came to you because on January 2nd, whatever that was, I had a little freak out because I wanted to, as a business partner, have a conversation about Let's daydream. Let's think of what, what do we want to do this year? What kind of videos do we want to make? You know, what, what do we want to like? I just wanted to daydream because I was feeling a little stuck. And that's not a place you either were not in the mood for it or that's just not a place where you feel like comfortable I mean, saying I, your goal. You say you say I don't feel like saying my goals out loud. Oh, OK, but that's not how it started. It started. You were sad. And you said that you were in a funk and you said that you didn't know what your long-term goal was. And I mean, I could pull up the text string if you want to. Mm -hmm. um, do you want to do that? Or? No. Okay. Uh, and, or maybe we can. And I said, I'm sorry, baby. I know that you like to have these things. Like, do you think it would help if we started out with some short-term goals? Like, what are we going to do this week? And I was asking you that question because I have walked your, your journey with depression. And I know that that's how you solve that. I didn't know if this was the solution to that, but like... If, if, if the day seems impossible, just look at the thing that's the closest in front of you and get out of bed. So that was what I suggested. And I, I don't think it was taken that way, but I'll, I'll show you the, I'll show you the text message. I think no. w when it really, when it really got rough between the two of us was when I think you, you had gotten to the point where you really didn't know where you were going and you didn't feel like I was feeling the same way as you. Um, that's not how I would interpret it. I okay. think I was wanting to have the conversation and you said, yeah, you had mentioned something that, you know, in your life that you were, had worked for and shot for, but didn't really feel comfortable telling me about it. And it's something that, you know, we have realized in our life, but you're like, I never really felt like I needed, I wanted to say that out loud because it was your own personal, you know. Yeah. I keep my dreams uh, personal. Right. I and, do. And, um, and I told you that it was actually, it was really lovely to hear that that had been a goal for you. And I 
would have loved to have been a part of that process. And and you, but you as a person are like, no, that's something for me private, privately. Okay, cool. The issue becomes with us, it's very unique, is that it's different if a husband and wife prof- process their own individual goals. And it was an individual goal for you. Um, we process those things differently. And I think that's allowed, but we're also business partners. Mm-hmm. But I think even as a husband and wife, to be able to daydream together. That's something that I want. So the line that Penn said in there, he's like, you're like, I'm manifesting a husband that will share whatever it is you said. It was very funny. I think I said something to that end. I mean, I didn't say I'm manifesting it, but I I wanted a partner in that process, but that's just not how you roll. And I can't change that about you. Well, what we learned this week was it is how I roll. Everyone dreams. Everyone has goals. Not everyone says them out loud. Um, but, uh, but why help help the listeners understand why you don't share those with? I them. can tell you why I don't. Yeah, uh, I, I'm not going to tell you why somebody else doesn't. I think it's it's twofold. Number one, they are my dreams, and I don't want to inflict them on anybody else. I don't want someone else to have to be burdened with my dream, especially if they are a partner or a business partner or, or and by, by burden, I mean, burdened with the expectations that come with it with like trying to decide, Oh, is he going to be fundamentally unhappy if this doesn't happen to him? And so I want to keep that to myself for the management of expectations. That's number one. And number two, I, I think when, for me personally, this is not you, and this is probably not most people, but when I talk too much about five-year plans and dreams and like what we're going to do next, I feel like I'm forgetting to be grateful for what's happening right in front of me at that moment and being happy with what I've got. And that's just me. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't talk about it much. I like to celebrate what's going on right in front of me. And I, it's not to say we can't do both. I do do both. I just don't do, I don't want to say I don't do a good job saying them out loud because I think I would. I choose not to say them out loud. I think if we were sitting in a marriage counselor's office, I think this is the part where a marriage counselor, maybe I could be wrong, would say, Penn, do you realize that true intimacy happens with true vulnerability? And yeah, being, being vulnerable about this area of your life could help you become closer to your wife. Well, I learned that from the discussion that we had. It was a really hard discussion. And, and I told you that I was going to try. And I, don't remember, you remember, I remember telling you instances that week when I had tried to share more with you and to be more vulnerable with you. What I heard back from you was that wasn't enough. No. What I said is I was unaware that you were trying. <laughs> so I didn't say that wasn't enough. Like you're, but, um, but okay, I, I can't get so specific because I don't need to, you know, blare our marriage issues. But the whole thing about the book, right? Like the book that I, and oh, yeah. no, it's a great book. No, no, no. But that part of the skit, because I had said to Penn about 40 sometimes, Oh, you have to read this book. Let me read you this section. Did it, and I, and I had genuine interest. So Penn saw that I had an interest in this book. So he said to me, Hey, I just read the free Kindle 20. I'm about to hit the end of my free Kindle, whatever it is. And, I and I think I said, "Are you enjoying it?" He goes, "Not really, but I'll read it because you want to. You want me to read it." I'm like, "No, I don't need you to read it." 
I said I said it was really interesting, and I wanted to see how some things were going to get resolved. I didn't say I wasn't enjoying it. I said I would not have done this on my own. Right. I said I'm start like I would not have picked this book up and read it. I'm picking it up and reading it because you've mentioned it three times. Yes, and so, but that conversation didn't happen because I was falling asleep when you mentioned the Kindle thing. I was like, okay, good night, and you're like, oh, I read the. So we didn't. I didn't realize that by you reading the Kindle book, we, di- we didn't have that conversation about I'm only really reading this because it's important to you and I want to acknowledge something that's important to you. I That conversation didn't happen until you said, no, I'm trying. See, I read the book. I'm like, oh, you were doing that because of me. Okay, got it. So I, it, I am one of the, I am just a little clueless on that stuff. You may just have to be pointing it out more. That I'm trying? <laughs> Right. I mean, but, or to even say like, this is hard for me or this is unnatural for me to talk about. It's entire, it's, it goes against everything I've done for 48 years, for 48 years. Like my, my dreams and goals have been mine and mine alone for 48 years, including the woman that I was going to meet and marry the kids that I wanted to have, the job that I wanted to have. I may have said like, Hey, I'd, I'd love to get into the news business, but my upper echelon goals, those were for me and me alone. Mm-hmm. I am working on getting those out there now. It goes against my core belief that I want, I want to stop and smell the roses as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And it goes against my core belief of not wanting to impose any sort of pressure on anybody else because of what I want to do. And I, what I'm hearing from you, and this is what we learned this week, by the way, are you guys noticing we're still learning actively right now? <laughs> we're still having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm hearing from you is that it helps you to hear about my yeah. dreams. I don't know if it helps me to tell you, but I'm hearing that it helps you. Well, and that's, that's a, all that matters to no, me. No, no. We will be right back. Don't go anywhere. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain, if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. 
Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. What I'm hearing you say is mm-hmm. that you don't want to be a burden to me. Or and, anybody. Or, or anybody or, who... And yeah. that you fear, I'm, I'm like decoding the language here, that if you say, let's say, I'm going to take what's a goal. What Okay, one of my just fun daydreams for this year is... We would be able to work with, for, behind the scenes, in front of the camera, I don't know, in in something beyond our digital platform. Mm-hmm. So does that mean a show calls us and said, hey, hey, can you write music for something? I don't know. It's not very specific. So in terms of vision board, it's hard. But is it is it somebody really fun who we've always admired who say says, Hey, come write the soundtrack for this, or but beyond our platform that I love, but like something really big that we're asked to, you know, contribute creatively, whether that's on camera or off, like behind the scenes. So, by if you, for if say that's your vision, which it's not, mm-hmm. but let's say it's your vision, you you believe by saying that out loud to me that I that it I would be disappointed if it didn't come to fruition yes in 2024 i would look at you and say hey pen i know your dream was to have created something wonderful for on another platform and it didn't happen Mm -hmm. and i'm now disappointed in you yes okay and i'm not by the way i'm not saying that anything about what's coming out of my mouth is rational i'm just being as honest as i can no i appreciate that about this and by the way you just talked about work we're, we're so bad at this and we're trying to get better. Oh, I know. At, work and marriage making, are different. But like it, it, it is important that in our company, I have to set goals. Like I have, and I, and I learned yeah. that recently. So I'm. No, I, you're good at that. I'm good at that. You're good at that. We're just talking about my personal dreams. But to your point, those are a lot of times my personal dreams are attached to work with whom I spend time with the person with whom I'm talking about my personal but, but we even before we worked together, this was an issue. Yeah. It wasn't as big of an issue because, but I remember you were still a news anchor. I was, you know, starting a business and I had some financial goals because mm-hmm. we were definitely paycheck to paycheck. You know, can I buy apples and oranges? Oh, nope, just apples. And you big. had a number. And I had a number that... I felt like if we get to this number, we can put both our kids in preschool. We can pay car payment. Yeah. It, it wasn't lofty, by the way, but it was wow. We could just we could we could take a breath. And you you said we don't have control over that. Like why? And you, I felt as if you didn't want to. You didn't really want to go along with that mm-hmm. because you felt as if you would disappoint me if we didn't get there. I'll go a step for, further because this was me how many years ago? 10 at least? Yeah. Maybe 10 years ago? It was yeah. like right before we started doing this. Yeah. Not only did I say that, I made fun of the, the book you were reading about it. 
Like I was right out in. Oh, that was like the big, the secret. It was the secret. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought the secret was ridiculous. I I don't agree with everything. I don't think you can think positively your way out of a cancer diagnosis. Like that's hot garbage. Right. And I, and I still don't, like, I don't know that I would put that on any of my book recommendation lists, but I'm just like, I'm throwing myself in front of the bus and saying that 10 years ago I was downright, I wasn't rude, but I I was condescending about it for Mm -hmm. sure. It wasn't my style. But instead of saying, hey, I respect I respect you. This is how I feel. I just pooped all over what you did. I don't think I'm doing that anymore. I don't no, think I have caused, done that in a long time. So it caused... Probably caused an mar- expectation from you. Well, right? it caused like you, some marriage strife in yeah. that I felt as if I was alone in trying to create a better financial situation. Because we... at. We were up at night worrying about finances. Yeah, I want to just back up here. It wasn't that I wasn't working hard. I no. Was, I was doing two jobs at that point. No, no, no. You, you, 100% you were yeah. working hard, but I felt, okay, I need to say that a different way. I felt alone in having a vision for getting out of it. There you go. And that was, I felt lonely. Mm-hmm. I felt lonely. Um. And so when we had our conversation again this week, I said, Penn, this is an area of our marriage in which I feel lonely. And it's it wasn't a, it wasn't a super fun. Obviously, we created some comedy out of it. And it is an area I hate it when people say agree to disagree. But there's no I can't I love you. I love you so much. I love everything about you. And I love that you stop and smell the roses. You have taught me that you've taught me that skill. And I, that is something I have to work on. But for me, it is easier to, to appreciate the now when I know, (laughs) but when I know my path is clear, I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I just, I just, when my path is clear, you're so right. I'm laughing because it sounds a little crazy to say it helps you understand the now when you look into the future, but you're, if I know where I'm going, that's you. Yeah. But if I, if I know it, because in my head, I'm going to visualize what it's going to feel like, what to, to be, you know, to be able to be so creative in this way and in a work setting. But if I know that feeling, I can trust that feeling in my heart that that's what it's something that'll happen in, let's say in the next five years, then I can be like, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to work out. Wow. It is a beautiful, sunny, randomly sunny, warm day in January. I mean, yesterday I was like, wow, it is a sunny, warm day in January. I'm going to go for a walk. And I could do that because I mentally alone had kind of attached some feelings of what to my goals. So in that way, looking ahead helps me anchor myself to the present. And it does not work that way for you. No. And to the point you're laughing at me. About no, it. I, that, that wasn't why I was laughing. And I, as soon as I laughed, I wanted to, because it was a great laugh. I was just, there is some crazy asymmetry to that line, but it makes perfect sense to me, especially like in the context of who you are as a person. Like in order to appreciate the present, you have to have a goal for what you want to do in the future. Um, and it helps me stay anchored. But- but that's not really appreciating the present in my, in, in, in the way that I look at it. And so you, you made a good point that you're working hard to try to learn how to stop and smell the roses. And that's great to hear. Mm-hmm. It is. And, and all, all I can say is I'm not like you. 
I'm working on sharing my path or at least what I want my path to be because I've never done that before. Not, not when it comes to like my personal dreams, I just mm -hmm. haven't. And it's worked out really well for me so far, like in my, in my mood and my mindset, like I'm a pretty jolly, happy person. I think you, you are, uh, people think we joke, they're like, Oh, you're the golden retriever. You are, but you're not an optimist. So you've said that before, but I, I, I'd love to know specifically what you mean by that. In a, your catchphrase, I think if you could go back throughout the span of your life uh -huh. and what are the words you say, like a word cloud, you know how you do word clouds uh -huh. and it's those most actively, you know, commonly used phrases. Yours would be lower your expectations. Oh yeah, but that's a big part of optimism. It, uh, in, in my weird optimism. In, in, in the way that looking to the future helps me stay grounded yeah. in my present, lowering your expectations. Oh my gosh, just to being like pleasantly surprised all the time? And like, look on the bright side of life. But like, you, but you will also. I will say, our kids are playing in a match, a, a, a game, a match. You will be like, oh, they're going to get blown out. You and then they walk, win. But the, but how is that? so? That's it's fundamental. Where whereas I'll say like, oh, they've got this. And let's say they lose. I'm like, wow, they did great. So I think the difference is. So we when 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 I watched The Secret, and again, I do. I have there were some fundamental flaws in that. But the one thing I took out of it, I was like, okay, let me visualize. Let me get a feeling of what is it? What would it feel like to go to the grocery store and be able to buy whatever produce I wanted? Literally, that was one of the feelings I wanted mm -hmm. because I would. We we couldn't. We could not. We could not. And and honestly, right now groceries are freaking expensive. We're getting back. We're getting to that back point. to that. <laughs> so. But that was like a feeling I put. I'm like, okay, this is the number I think we would have to reach in a year to do that. And I wrote the number down. We didn't get there in the next year. We didn't get there in the next five years, but we got a hell of a lot closer. Yeah. And we got to the point where within a couple of years, I'm like, huh, I bought apples and oranges and I didn't even check my bank account like before I left for the grocery store. And so to me, I was like, success. I didn't look at it as a failure that we didn't hit that number. I looked at it as like, wow, we got so much closer and these opportunities open themselves. I, they open themselves because I opened myself up to the work and I opened yeah. myself up to the opportunities. And I do think there was a lot to that. But in that way, I do believe that that sort of manifestation works and you go more internal with it. Yeah, I, I'm evolving on that. I am like, and I told you before, it's so funny the day that we got into this argument, I told you that I was evolving on this and it didn't seem to, to help. You, you um, never said you were involving on this. You said sure. that you keep it in your brain and, okay. And then you think it creates like a neural pathway in your brain, Yeah, but, but that's all that needs to can happen. Can I explain? Yeah. Why but, I, but you never told me you were evolving on this. Well, the way I explained it to you was a way that I'd never thought about it before. It's, it's not saying it out loud. It's thinking it and allowing it to, to, to be there and, and understanding that that can, because before I thought that my dreams, having them did me absolutely no good. I thought they were, th that was another reason I didn't say them. I'm like, what good does a dream do? Work is what does it work and dedication and listening and like all of these things. That's how you become successful and accomplish your dreams. Um, Someone said something in a story that you sent me by accident that, oh, I I, <laughs> that you didn't even listen to, 
that another example of me trying, I watched that whole dang video. Yeah. But she made a point about how she wanted to get, uh, It's a, I guess it's a famous TikTok story about how she wanted to get a painting. And so she said, like, I think out loud to, to somebody, I don't know who, like, I'm going to get that painting someday. And she ended up getting the painting. But in between the beginning and the end of the story, um, she she made the point that when she said it, and I think saying it and thinking it are the same thing for me, she trained her brain to be drawn to that painting until the end of time because she put such a heavy premium on it that she was going to be looking out for it and maybe in some ways subliminally searching for it. Her, not mm -hmm. the universe coming to her, but her attaching herself to that thing in the universe coming from her head, not from the universe. Mm -hmm. And that clicked in my in my mind and I thought, whoo, well, maybe some of the things these these dreams, these precious dreams that I've had are coming true because I've fixated on them and uh, and the way that like subliminally my brain has led me back to them, just like they did to you. Like, do you remember the first time I saw you? Yeah. First time I saw you, you didn't even know, you didn't, you didn't see me. You're on a football field. You were walking with your boyfriend. You were wearing a black leather jacket. This was a year before I ever met you, but I saw you and I thought that's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna meet her or something. I don't know. Like I thought you were a movie star. Kiss her. No, I thought you were like a movie. I, I assumed you worked for like the president or something. Like, I don't know. No, you, you had a guy with a camera. I assumed you worked for some very high end news outlet. I don't know what you were doing there, but when you showed up on the news, I had had such an indelible moment when that happened. You secreted me. There were like, no, that's it. We, I didn't secrete. Yeah, I call business. it secreting. It was a 30 Rock quote. Yeah. Ever since I started secreting, <laughs> <laughs> Kirsten Dunst lost her voice at the Oscars. <laughs> Something like that. But, you know, there were like 10 TV screens going on and yours, I saw your face and everything else was a blur, right? And so I, this is where I've evolved. It, that, that wasn't lucky. It wasn't the universe coming to me. It was my brain fixating on something that I wanted so much that I was going to see it again if I had the chance. So what if, let's just let's play, first of all, very sweet, and I love you. Do you see how I turned our fight into something sweet? <laughs> I'm giving him the finger right now. Oh. Um, what if you had said out loud, I want to meet that girl. It would not, in my it opinion... It would not have made a so, because I know the person you were with at the time. No, I was by myself at that game. Oh, okay. But what if you had said, you, you know, you, I know who you were with at that game. I was with a guy named Andy Davidiak. He was the I photographer. Thought you were with Todd. No, I was with a guy named Andy Davidiak. He lived in Ocala, and he drove down just to to, to videotape uh, Gators games. Videotape. Um, we were so old that you video. I really things. hope Andy's listening. I haven't said that name in a while. I wonder what he's up to. Um, but if you had said, Hey, I hope I meet that girl. And I, we could have met a lot sooner. You could have saved me from a string of Steve's. You could have saved me. If, if I had known that there was a cute boy in Orlando, you mean if I'd yelled, Hey, I'm going to meet that girl to you as you walked by. Or if you had said it to anybody and anybody had said, Hey, I know her. We could have fast forwarded. And really, who who are you with? I was with my boyfriend. Okay, son. so that wouldn't have worked. No, but I, it was a disaster relationship. Do like, so you think you just would have been like, I know I've been with you for eight years, but this guy just secreted like, all over me. And now <laughs> oh, oh. 
<laughs> Ew. No, we this we were together for like six years, <laughs> and he was actively cheating on me most of the time. Oh, bless his heart. Bless his. No, but I also say, by the way, I just had this conversation. I don't like the opposite of love isn't hate; it's apathy. Because I don't. I'm actually very thankful for him because he. Because the last time he cheated on me, that's when I was like, I got to get out of here. And I moved to Orlando. And I and so the secretion began. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but here's the here's the thing. You're hung up on, and we're going to get to the, we are getting to the bottom of this. Good us. The only thing that you're saying makes a difference is whether or not I say it out loud. I or think just it would help. Think it. I, so we both you have a very that, powerful brain. We know this. I, I think L- that, listen, listen. Okay. Penholderness. Listen, <laughs> by the way, we got a very sweet, very sweet message saying, I thank you for the opportunity to give you feedback. It just feels like you guys have been too positive lately on the podcast. And I was like, I think in nine out of the 10 last podcasts, I've cried. <laughs> so I think they caught us on a rare happy day. Um, Do you want us to start working our way toward the teary moment? No, now, but I've almost no? cried twice today. No. But, but guys, this is sort of how our fights go. I did cry the other day, but our fights are very calm and respectful, and this is kind of how we do it. But what? No, go ahead. (laughs) I do think you have such a powerful brain. Thanks. You roll in to the most crowded of concerts, restaurants, whatever, and you'll find a parking spot. He, oh my gosh, he was driving. But I don't say I'm No, no, listen, listen to me. So he took my son for his birthday present. He turned 13. He had the option of having a party and presents or his present and party would be Penn was going to take him to New York for his birthday. And it was the weekend before Christmas. So it's very expensive. They were going to see the Tar Heels play. But he Penn found a place to stay, a friend's apartment. So that was free. He got the plane tickets and the plane tickets and the, and the, and the game tickets were the, were the big expense. But still, like the experience was the present. We believe in experiences. Our kid was so happy. I said, and he had some friends in town. And I said, he, you should do like a birthday dinner. So there'll be five of you, but that'll feel like a birthday party. And there are some friends of his there. So make, make sure you make a reservation, make a reservation, make a reservation. It's the weekend before Christmas, make a reservation. And you're like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. We'll find a, we'll find an Italian place. It'll be fine. And you're like, well, I'll just walk in. You literally said, I'll just walk in and they'll, and I'm like, no, it doesn't work like that. You called them. They're like, no, we don't have any tables. And you're like, I'll just walk in as a party of five and get a table on a Saturday night the weekend before Christmas. You said that out loud. And I was like, you are so, you are just, I just want that level of confidence just once in my life. And guess what happened? Tell the, tell, tell the listeners what happened. Well, we didn't make reservations because we didn't know how long we were going to be at the basketball game. Mm-hmm. We decided not to stay for the second game. So I couldn't make a reservation. Mm-hmm. We went to one place there was a pasta spot. We asked for a table. They said, no, we went to a second spot called quality Italian, which like PC loves it. I think it was like a little cold and rainy. So I I don't think all the seats were honored. We walked in and they were like, Oh, we won't be able to seat you till nine. I was like, what if we just kind of chill here and get a glass of wine? They're like, well, I can't make any promises. So I went to order the wine and before they finished pouring the wine, they had a table for us. Um, and so your, your theory is uh, my theory is because you put out such a good positive energy with my brain with your face okay into the universe that that things good things happened for you 
So imagine how much more powerful it would be because you said that out loud. You're like, I'm going to get a table. You're like, I'm not worried. I'm going to get a table. You said that and you did. So imagine with some of your very top secret hopes and dreams, what if you said that out loud, like how much more powerful that would be? I, I know it, it sounds can I tell it sounds you an, Can I tell you an honest answer? Yeah. You might be right, but I think you've, you've mentioned that I have a powerful brain over and over again, and I appreciate that. I think it's what you're thinking a lot more than what you're saying. I think that in this relationship, what I'm saying is not going to be for me. And that's okay. Yeah. Because I do think that like when I, when I get a parking spot, I don't say we're going to get a parking spot. I just get the parking spot. Cause I, I know in my heart that we're going to, like someone's just going to pull out. And I, and I do believe that I like, I think that it's actually a good joke in our family. So what I've got to work on and it's not for me, it's for you. I've got to say it out loud. Um, and the, the main thing I've got to work on is that if I do that, uh, you've got, you're going to learn that a lot of my dreams don't come true. Because I haven't told you about those either. Most of mine don't. So, so but I, I've got to work on not feeling like I've let you down when it comes to that. Because as I said, I don't want to, I know I said I don't want to burden you. I don't want to let you down. Yeah. I don't want to let you down. I don't want to let my kids down. I don't want to let the tens of twenties of people who are listening to this podcast <laughs> down. <laughs> Definitely not Sam. Sam doesn't listen to the podcast. But, but in the end, and this is what I, I think I've been trying to say for a week now, this is this is me trying to do this for you because as far as my hopes and dreams and the way I feel on January, I felt pretty good and I have felt pretty good. And I think that I am accomplishing more than I ever dreamed of because I do dream. I just talk about it differently from you. It doesn't mean I don't dream. So sometimes you may have to like give me a little prodding or just understand if I keep some things to myself because it's worked for me for 48 years. But in return, I'm going to try to, throw you some of the bigger nuggets out there and, and, and let you hear them because yeah. you, you need that. I think what I would appreciate and also in the video we put out like, you know, vulnerability and hopes and dreams. And there was something you said on this podcast that my eyes got really big and I got emotional because we were talking about something for the holidays and you had mentioned that you miss having your parents around. And that is that was a pretty four pen holderness to say. So it's a no duh, right? Your your dad passed last year, like six months ago. Um, and then your mom is in end stages of Alzheimer. It's of course you must have your parents around, but to hear you say it was kind of a big deal. And it, I, I don't know if it was a big deal for you to say it, but to hear you say it, I, I was like, wow, he just opened up. Wow. That's big. Because although we do have, you know, great discussions, they don't go for you. I go real deep, obviously, <laughs> but for you, you don't feel comfortable. Cause I do think you have this, um, we've there, maybe there's like this gender role thing where you feel as if you have to be this secret contract thing where you have to be the happy guy at all times. No, it, it, I hear you. 
there may just be some fatigue around that. Like it's my parents have been dying for five years now. Right. And so, so right. you're just not going to hear me talk about it as much as most people. And I'm not going to force that. That yeah. is not an area. I think I used to, anytime we visited your parents, I used to just sit there and be like, okay. Cause I would be upset. And you were like, okay, what are we going to get for lunch? Cause you needed to move on. And I understand that now. So I don't need like I, I, my job now as a wife is to whatever, whatever you want to share at any point in time, I'm like here for that. Or if you want to keep her moving, we're going to keep her moving. Like that's where I am with that. Um, you can always ask me how I'm doing and I can try to give you a better answer than I'm good. L look, you and I have been through enough in the last 10 years that, you know, I have more depth than Maybe I show, but also there are some things that I like to keep to myself. I'm going to try to. That's fair. Yeah. I'm going to try to carefully think of some ones not to keep to myself, but I don't want it to, I don't want it to mess up my internal barometer to the point that I look at myself and all of a sudden I'm worrying about a bunch of things in the future instead of appreciating some of the things in the present. So I've got to be careful about that. I want, because as you said, you process like you process contentment different from me. You, you differently, excuse me. You process it. Like you can enjoy what's going on. If you see a clear path ahead, I can move forward with joy if I can appreciate what's going on right now. So we just have different starting points, but I can use that to try to, to try to think forward a little bit more. Here's something I'd like to say, <laughs> I would like for you to release any sort of expectation or responsibility, that's a better word, responsibility for how I handle the outcome of whatever. Yeah, I got dream. you. So if your dream is to. You're, you're saying, you're saying that I, I, I've, if I say. I want to do this and it doesn't happen. Like I shouldn't worry about what you think. Absolutely. I, I'm gathering that now. Right. I am. It is not, it's look, it's standard me and you roles. I'm still going to want to impress you. I'm still dating you in, in that way. Like yeah. I'm still, we're still going, but, but you saying that out loud, I'm going to try. This is everything that I'm telling you I'm going to do is hard is going to be hard for me, but I'm going to try. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Because honestly, I feel as if I could have a more honest discussion with you and feel more comfortable in that role if I felt like if we were both doing it, you know, if we were both sharing. Because there's only so much I can share. If Same. Right? Same. Uh, and I get that. Okay. Those of you who are listening... <laughs> Do you guys share equally? If so, that's awesome. We have a deficit when yeah. it comes to that. Um, In fact, we got a comment. I'm, and we have some of the comments. Oh, crap. We were That was supposed to be the whole so, show. No. We're 43 minutes in. We haven't read any comments. So Ryan Fox said, we got out of whiteboard and worked for about 30 minutes on our family values and goals. It was great. I felt good about it and got up to work out. My wife said, where are you going? We're just getting started. So we're still working through it. <laughs> okay, so, that makes me feel a little so bit better. So <laughs> maybe there's a, I don't, honestly, within the marriage, we have some very, very, very dear, dear friends. 
And I don't think this is a gender thing because in, it could be the, I'm, go the other way I'm thinking of two marriages in which we're very close with that the men are the big vision board leaders. Right. No, it's not gender. It's yin and yang. Right. You know, it's it's the it's the two uh, opposites attracting each right. other. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I honestly, Kim, I think that if I became if I worked really hard and I became like an exact clone of you, you would not have as much there fun. Are, but but no. But in this one area, oh my gosh, the vision boards we would make. <laughs> All right. I've agreed to do a lot of things with you on this podcast. And I've agreed to try hard, which I, by the way, have been agreeing to before the podcast. I keep telling you I'm going to try harder. If you get me in front of a vision board, <laughs> that might be the line. But that's the thing is, that, but, but I don't feel comfortable. I know, but I don't feel comfortable making a vision board because you would laugh at it. No, me. I won't. I, like, I, here's the thing. I, I don't laugh at the things anymore. I don't. But I, you have, for I, years, you have. I told you I did. I don't do that anymore. Like you, like, you cannot hold me accountable for the person that I was 10 years ago. Right? Like, you, you can hold me accountable for, at the very least, what's the statute of limitations for making fun of the secret? It has to be, like, less than 10 years. Come on. I, like, I, I am going to try. And I'm in, I am, I'm going to try because mainly not just because of the conversation we had, I see how it affects you. I see how it like makes you sad. Um, I have evolved in the way that I feel about aspirations and how like thinking them into existence can really make a difference. I don't think that it makes a difference whether you speak them into existence, but I'm going to do that for you. I am. Uh, and like definitely like when we're having a talk and you say something, I'll try to come back with more than, yeah. This is all about vulnerability, right? I, it, it is, but also I'm a different person from you. Yes. It God. is. And there's stuff that, I mean, maybe the next, we'll have another one of these about some things that. Tell me. I'd love you to, but I don't have any of them. Like that's, I think I'm going to have to like come up with crap I don't like about you now in order to even this out. And that's like, that's how this podcast started. I didn't mind you talking about your dreams all of the time. Um, even though I would rather be talking about something else. Like I didn't mind. Well, the problem, well, no, here's the problem is that if, if I truly in the first week of January could have those conversations, it would be a conversation. It's just very one-sided because it'd be like, Oh, that's great. You you didn't even have something this year. Like you didn't have because, and that's the bigger problem because everything I want to do is for better or worse tied business-wise to somebody who I can't have these conversations with. You can have conversations with me about work as much as you want. You can. You can talk to me about dreams and work. And it, but, it was, but it was very one-sided, I guess it was to my point. Like, I could have these visions, okay. but then, like, it, yeah. So anyway, we don't need to... Seems like we're going back over the same <laughs> stuff again that I... Did you want to do a oh, comment? I'm oh, sorry. sure. Yeah, um, I was looking over them. January is not a good time to make resolutions for me. I'm still recovering from the holiday stress. Instead, I make my resolution on my birthday in February. My one resolution is always the same, to be a little healthier than the year before. I'm healthier than I figure I can do all the other stuff I want to change. Just changing a few eating habits step by step. I've lost 70 pounds in four years. Pretty good for this old lady in her 60s. So the two things that jumped out at me was that January is not a good time for making resolutions, recovering from the holiday stress. It's almost exactly what you said about the Christmas tree yeah right? i love that and i'm making your birthday is some sort of 
mental anniversary of of kind of how you keep yourself accountable. And I actually, as I age, do love the goal of getting healthier and stronger every year. Taylor, who we had last week on the podcast, who was part, he has Chain Effect and the people at Chain Effect help us get in shape for the amazing race. Um, he was he was something he was really He's like, you told people that you can't deadlift your body weight and deadlifting your body weight is a goal. I was like, no, I'm told her, I told people I can't do that now. And he, I guess the way I phrased it was not a way he was super pumped about. So he's his personal goal is to get me to deadlift my body weight. And I did the most, I did 95 pounds deadlift today. So that's the most I'd done. That's and awesome. I didn't no, realize that. That's yeah. Great. So did you do the hex? I did. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying is I love the goal of getting stronger every year because you can, as you age, you can get stronger. I love that. The other thing that super jumped out was why do we have our big planning meetings on January the 2nd, like the day after we just had this like big celebration of how it's, it's just such a crazy mood swing from woohoo. New Year's, love you. Okay, here's what we've got to do. Is I that actually the, like that. You do? I liked that. We, we had a big work planning meeting today. Yeah. And I, I like it because it sets that, because for, for me, it sets my focus of where I want to spend my time this year. Yeah. And it's, by the way, for people watching our videos, you're not going to know the difference. Um, but places where we want to spend more time and platforms where we want to, you know, we want to spend more time on YouTube and TikTok. I, I agree that it's completely important. Mm -hmm. I do. I just You're, the timing. Of it. Yeah, I'm just wondering. Like, I never thought about that until she said this. Okay, last last thing. I want to end on a funny one. I don't know if you guys noticed. If you're listening to the video, there were a lot of pauses and a lot of glugging. But visually, I'm just chugging this giant thing of water, and mm -hmm. I say, "You've got." I'm going to drink 15 of these a day. It was an exaggeration. It was. Of, it was, of course, an exaggeration. But um, a registered nurse. Uh, actually uh, commented on our video saying, I wonder how much hypnoatremia we're going to get in the hospital because of resolutions to drink too much water. And I'm like, wait a second. Can you actually, can you over drink water? And if so, I am, a, I'm maybe actively worried about my lovely wife who carries around this thing called a water baby. Well, it was just <laughs> a really big, uh, a bottle of water. And I, I've just called my water baby because it's larger than an infant. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I think we're okay. It's because I texted my buddy Dave about this to see if you can actually... And he's an ER doc. Yeah, what does he, he say? He says, uh, it certainly can happen, but you can have something called diabetes insipidus. You can also drive your electrolytes to low with drinking free water or water without electrolytes. Hypnoatremia, low sodium, is a life-threatening complication of drinking too much free water. So you have to pay for your money. No, I'm kidding. I think free water is water that doesn't have electrolytes. Oh, so you either need to like add some electrolytes or have some sodium. I, I think for the common person, it's not. A You're fine. Yeah, that's you're fine. But I, I just I got that text and I was like, ooh, let me let me double check. So thank you, David. David is an ER doc and he has not seen anyone admitted for over drinking during <laughs> a New Year's resolution. So that makes me feel better. No, if anything, I carry around the water baby. And in the beginning of the day, I'm like, oh, it's so heavy to like get it up to my mouth. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is like it's keeping me from drinking water. I've done that water baby before. And I I've, I've found out because it had like a governor. You could only drink it so fast. I'm like, this is annoying. I'm just going to open. And then I realize, oh, there's a reason why. Because yeah. if you just chug a gallon of water in an hour, then you feel like crap the entire day. In college, didn't you drink a gallon of pickle juice? 
Uh, was that just after college or in college? It was oh, near I, a college, college adjacent. You. Well, these three college guys, adjacent. these three guys each put a hundred dollars on a, on a table and it was like two o'clock in the morning and they were like, there's no way you could drink this. Cause it wasn't just pickle juice. It was, they, they still had floating remnants of the other pickles that had been there and it was room temperature. So it was just like sitting on this guy's counter and they, um, they, I'm sorry, they didn't put $300 down. They each said, I'll give you a hundred dollars if you drink this. Mm-hmm. And I chugged it all. I, I, the first thing I said was like, can I throw up as soon as I'm done? I think we've mentioned this in the podcast because yeah. I mentioned they never paid you. They never paid me. Yeah. One of them is one of my closest friends who I think has paid me over well over that in his generosity. And beer over, tabs. And beer tabs and dinner tabs over the years. But two of them whose names I still know. Um, I am compounding out. interest still from Call 1997. Called them out. Matt Browse. <laughs> and read something. Owe me whatever a hundred dollars <laughs> yeah. is compounded quarterly from 1996. You don't even know what compounded quarterly means. It sounded fancy though, didn't it? <laughs> what if it's like a thousand dollars? It's probably more than that. Hang on, can I look it up? <laughs> I think I just Google what is a hundred dollars from interest in 1996. What is one? <laughs> we're so good. Here, with you money. tap dance while I'm doing this. No, this is why we're good at the mm-hmm. secret. We're gonna secrete it, honey. That's gonna be how much money we needed in 2013. From 1996. God, I've been out of college for a long time. Yeah, you have. Sorry, there was a break there where I went on my phone to calculate how much oh gosh, these dudes like owe me hour. for chugging the pickle juice. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let's say that I have it in. Uh, they gave it to me that night, and I kept it in a bank over a six percent interest rate of thirty-eight years. Does anything and, pay six percent? Anyway, go ahead. Uh, I think like sometimes it does. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know anything about that's money. what that's what they say. This is the standard interest rate okay, for it. a bank. Um. These guys owe me $2,746. <laughs> Pay up! <laughs> Matt and Reed. The, the best part about it was I immediately threw it all up, like everywhere. I was in the front lawn doing it because I knew it was going to happen. It was like a okay. crazy projectile. Okay. Okay. And then the next morning... Taste I'd, the rainbow. I'd had, a, I'd had some drinks that night. The next morning, I felt fantastic. Yeah, it's pickle juice is very it has a lot of it, it's, it electrolytes electrolytes yeah full circle vis-a-vis do you think that manifestation works yeah so thanks for joining us on uh not only the journey of how much uh, a pickle juice bet is worth after 38 years but also um hearing kim and i talk about our differences which in this case we may still have that difference i but- wonder if the people listening were a super um not interested in that you could not have been interested or b if those similar roles play out in your relationships and i i honest to goodness i love it when you guys message us like screenshot us tag us and instagram stories message us on instagram um and talk to us about how you handle it because i'm genuinely curious do you if you're a partner that just would prefer to keep things silent how does that work just I, I let's crowdsource how to make this better. I'm hoping that the answer is compromise and not one of you fundamentally changes yourself for the other. I mean, one. what's the option? I mean, it's it's one. There's not. This is one of those things in marriage where, to your point, it's not something you did or not something I did. It's just how we are. Right. So that's where it's a mismatch. And I wonder if it's the same case where it like doesn't bother one of the people as much as it bothers the other person. Yeah. It's possible. 
Any marriage counselors want to call in? Give oh us God, a the sesh? phone's gonna be ringing off the hook. Give us um, a little. I feel like you know what? I feel like we handled that pretty well. Especially since this is a, this is a unique argument where neither of us did anything wrong. Right. It's just who we are. I you know what I mean? That. But sometimes those can be the most complicated. Okay, so guys, thanks for listening. Did you uh, guys make it to the end of the podcast? Yeah. Did I, you? Yeah, if you did, yeah. if you did, bonus points. Yeah, extra credit. We're also we're doing we're doing the flippy dippy here. Um, we didn't talk to you at the beginning about our new game and our website with our blog and all that I other just stuff. Felt like that was a little. We were hitting you up too. Hard. I agree, totally agree. And 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 so I'm just here to say, if you want to check out our website, we do have a pretty cool game called Family Face Off that we put together. Oh my gosh, you guys! Over the holidays, people were tagging us on Instagram and. Um, TikToks and mm-hmm. you know the, showing videos of their families playing and sending us messages and it made my heart so happy. Yeah, so check. Uh, ch- yes, I'm sorry, I almost did, went back to the check it out. Yes, it did make me happy too. <laughs> um, I'm just getting through all this stuff. Oh, uh, if you like the way we just fought, we wrote a book about it. It's called Everybody Fights, so when I get better at it. Um, and what else? We have a Facebook page. We have a obviously we have a podcast. You're listening to TikTok. it. I suck at this. Yeah, you we have really, TikTok. Oh yeah, we're growing TikTok. Check out our TikTok. It's like a different side of us. Kim occasionally just kind of just kind of vibes and just kind of riffs. Just riffs and vibes. Just riffs and just vibes. Just a lot of vibing over yep. on TikTok. Yep. Lumberjack splitting wood over on TikTok. You guys. I know this is like the podcast is done, so this is just me talking. <laughs> no, it's not. I haven't hit. I haven't hit. Stop. didn't mention about me watching a lumberjack. Well, I work with four women. Yes. So I don't know who the Instagram hot girls are, except someone sent me one of Tom Brady's new girlfriend, who's not even his new girlfriend. That's all I've gotten. You guys give me all kinds of information on hot dudes. Well, there is this lumberjack on TikTok who just sits there in his overalls and splits wood. And then there's this one where he split a watermelon with his thighs. And so anyway, so that's what that was in reference to because we started a meeting by sending that video around. And we're like, if we had an HR department, there would be an issue. Um, But anyway. I mean, I would say that if... if, uh, But I do learn a lot from TikTok. Like the lumberjack or just in general? In general. And most of it's true. Some of it's not. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. A lot of it's not. Anyway. Bye. 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 Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.